Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Raw and the Cooked, your home for cooking inspiration plus raw and honest book reviews. Episodes alternate between my two passions, maintaining a simple and efficiently run kitchen and keeping up with this year's hottest books. I hope after each episode, you take away a new idea for your kitchen or a new book recommendation. I'm your host, Dara Boxer, and I'm so glad you're here. Welcome back to The Raw and the Cooked. I'm your host, Dara Boxer, and you are listening to episode 25. I really missed you guys. I feel like I have not done this podcast in forever, even though I only took off last week for Thanksgiving, Um, but I am just so glad to be back. So thank you so much for tuning in. And I just wanted to let you know that I had a lovely and relaxing Thanksgiving weekend, feeling incredibly blessed and lucky to have the food on the table, the company of my sister-in-law, my children, my husband in our beautiful home. Um, it was just extremely relaxing and low key. Uh, we walked around forest park. We had lunch at the boathouse. We had a ton of leftovers that fed us all weekend long. Um, it was just lovely. We went to the botanic gardens and walked around forest park and neighborhood walks. It was just lovely. Like it was a wonderful weekend and I'm glad to be back because I am excited to share with you my thoughts on the audiobook that I finished last week during Thanksgiving. So this is the first book that has actually sparked like pure rage and hatred in me. And I can't quite put my finger on exactly what I hated so much about the paper palace, which was written by Miranda Cowley Heller. Um, so I impulsively downloaded this from the library. It was available and I just needed a new book. Um, I quickly looked at the description and what made me hit download slash borrow was that it had the Reese Witherspoon book club stamp of approval. And while I don't think that Reese Witherspoon's book club is like particularly amazing or has anything special to it. Um, if a book has that, I'm probably like, okay, like I'll give it a shot, right? Like she's never really steered me wrong. Uh, oh my God, (laughs) that book was horrendous. It was so bad. Um, so we'll definitely talk about why, but in the meantime, I just wanted to talk about some of the books that Reese Witherspoon has had on her book club. Um, she has been running this since May of 2017 and I don't really, it's not like a subscription or anything like that. It's just like, I don't know, sort of like Oprah's book club, right? Like it's just like what Oprah's reading this month and it recommends to you guys. I actually stopped following Oprah's book club after God, like four back to back horrendous bombs for me that I just couldn't, could barely get through. So I just stopped even bothering looking what Oprah was reading. Um, I'm not quite there with the Reese Witherspoon book club, especially because I really like her as an actress, as a person, as a producer, she has put pieces of work that I find really important out in the world. Yes, that definitely includes Legally Blonde for those wondering. Um, but more than that, she has adapted some of my favorite books to screen. Um, of course, a handful of them being Leanne Moriarty's work. Um, in addition to Little Fires Everywhere, that was Hulu last year. It was so well done, except for Carrie Washington. I thought she was horrendous, but that's beside the point. So I wanted to tell you some of the Reese Witherspoon book club picks that I loved um, and very much enjoyed. And then her, her other category of books that I've read where I put them in like stupid, just, just, terrible plot yet still bingeable. And yes, I, those 
definitely coexist in the same, um, maybe like popcorn thriller or popcorn story, I guess you could call like, you know, just one of those books that you consume very quickly, but you know, it's not, has no substance to it, but like, you just can't put it down. Just the feeling you get after eating like an entire bag of popcorn, right? Like, okay. So of the ones I loved and enjoyed, um, I adored elephant Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine. I thought that book was really special and I still think about it. Um, as I mentioned, Little Fires Everywhere. Next Year in Havana, Where the Crawdads Sing. Although I will say, I think that book got a little bit too big. I didn't think it was like, oh my God, 2020 or whatever year it came out, 2018. I can't even remember. Uh, like, but like, I feel like everyone was talking about that book. I just, I thought it was good, but I didn't, I don't feel like it deserved like all of the praise it ended up getting. Anyway, uh, Daisy Jones and the Sixth. I love that book. Oh my gosh. Love that book. I still think about it. Such a fun age. I thought I read that at like just the right time in my life to connect with it. I know some people had other thoughts on it, but I, I really, really enjoyed it. And then finally, the last thing he told me, which was a book that I've recently read and very much enjoyed. So yeah, so those are some of my top picks from the Reese Witherspoon book club. And the next popcorn thrillers, uh, the super stupid but bingeable, uh, The Last Mrs. Parrish, The Other Woman, Whisper Network, which is very much like a Me Too kind of book, The Guest List, and The Last Story of Mina Lee. Again, just there's not much to say about it. Like I can barely recall the plot or any twist, any of the character names, um, just very forgettable novels, but at the same time, like bingeable and, um, at the time it was enjoyable. So I don't regret reading them, but you know, it's just there, but yeah, absolutely hated the paper palace. And I think this ties into, um, my main complaint about audio books, that being the narrator can really make or break a story. I really didn't like the narrator. I thought she turned it already insufferable characters into like, I like cannot believe like people like this actually exist, um, slash like just, I don't know. I, I really hated every single character, like with like a burning passion. I hated how much um, child abuse, um, rape, uh, just like inset, like just every type of like trigger warning possible was in this book, and but like not in like a well done way, if that makes any sense. Just like really like I don't know. It it was well written at times. Like I felt like the author described some of the scenery and nature in like vivid, beautiful detail, but in the same way she did that, which was like quite enjoyable. She also would like talk about like a 14 year old boy's penis. And it's just kind of like, Ooh, no, no, we don't need that. Um, so just, it was uncomfortable. And I feel like she kind of like, she did like a, um, present day. And then like a bunch of flashbacks, like from like the main characters, essentially like childhood leading all the way up to like 
present day. And I felt like the flashbacks that we received other than like the main event in her life, like I felt like none of it like supported the main story. Um, it didn't help it. It didn't like, it didn't propel the story forward in any way. It was like almost like completely unnecessary, like, like her relationship with her parents and I just not good. Um, and it, it just, it really angered me and I just, it was long and I couldn't wait for it to be over. And just overall, uh, I, I mean, I could probably talk about why I hated this book so much for like 15 more minutes, but just, um, when I say this will probably be my least favorite book that I've read all year, um, just take my word for it. So, um, maybe you have a completely different thought because I feel like for as many people that feel the way I do about this, um, equally as many people are like, Oh no, best book I've read in like all year. So whatever, take it with a grain of salt, right? Like they can't all be winners or losers for everyone. And I think that's the beauty of books, right? Like not everyone reads the same book. So yeah, that's just my opinion on it. And I just wanted to keep today short and sweet and talk about some of my Reese Witherspoon wins slash bingeable ones with you guys. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of all I have for you guys. But before we sign off, I am going to tell you what we had for dinner last night. I actually have to think about what we had last night. It's seriously been one of those months where I like it, it, the weeks are just flying by. I like, honestly, I can't even think, hold on. Let me actually think about this. Oh yes. We did tacos last night. Um, it, it was just taco Tuesday. So boring. Uh, and yes, I'm recording this podcast the night before it is airing. So just, that's just giving you guys a picture of like how things are going in my house. Like we are just like wall to wall. It is, it is Hanukkah. There was no downtime between Thanksgiving and Hanukkah. The first night of Hanukkah was this Sunday after Thanksgiving. So I like literally packed up like all of the Thanksgiving like things simultaneously like whipping out Hanukkah. It was just, it's been intense. So yeah, I didn't put a ton of creativity in this week's meal plan. So we did taco Tuesday and that's okay. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it. Um, I am making uh, a new latka recipe uh, this week. Uh, it's one of those ones that needs the grated potatoes to like chill overnight for some magical reason. So I'll keep you guys posted on how that turns out. They're currently in the fridge uh, chilling to be fried tomorrow. So I'm excited. Um, so yeah, that's all I have for you. I miss you guys and I appreciate you tuning in and I would love to hear your thoughts if you have read The Paper Palace and if you hated it as much as I did. So thanks guys. Talk to you soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm.